0: In case you didn't know, it's actually Friday, and that oh means my <laughs> it's time for Rush Hour. I'm Amukta. And I'm Nicole. We have a lot of scandalous stories today. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Look, some of them are pretty scandalous, but... I mean, the first one is not that scandalous. Um,
1: it's actually a new product oh. that Apple just launched, yeah, which is actually kind of... I don't know. I think it's really interesting. Um, Apple just announced its most, it's, yeah, it's the most ambitious product since the iPhone, is what I've heard. Okay. I know. It's called Apple Vision Pro, and it's a, quote, mixed reality headset that overlays virtual images over live video of the real world and your surroundings. So, while VR headsets have been, like, around and for years and so many companies have made them, this is said to be different because it's not virtual reality. Virtual reality it's augmented or oh. enhanced reality. So you still have your full surroundings and, like, what you normally see is just enhanced, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting. Um, so there's going to be a ton of like apps and features of it um for there's like apps for medicine productivity and entertainment and um disney is also making exclusive content for this product so i don't know what that would be if there's like disney characters are coming to life like in your (laughs) world i have no idea um, it's also going to expl- display the user's eyes on the outside of it, and then, so like your eyes will be. Oh my they god! They look like they look like <laughs> ski goggles, and so it looks like your eyes are on the outside of the goggles. <laughs> Imagine everyone like the point where everyone starts walking around. Exactly, like that. that's what I was saying. So this is the app. The CEO of Apple said that this is to like keep everybody connected because you can still see people's eyes. (laughs) And I think it's because he thinks that in the future everybody's going to be wearing these around public and, like, everywhere. And so we still need to be able to make eye contact. I really, really hope not. I hope not either. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I think they're just trying to keep us from all looking like robots when we all have these on one day. And can't put them down just like our iPhones. Um, Uh So... (laughs) Um, But, yeah, this is a very risky launch. Um, Mm -hmm. The company is diving into a very unproven market. They're, like, one of the first to go into these markets, and a lot of other companies have tried to do so and have failed. Obviously, they don't have the same status as Apple, so they aren't going to get the same media traction for their product, but... Um so far Apple hasn't gotten as much traction as they wanted either. And there can be a few reasons for this. One is that it's $3,500, which <laughs>
0: I don't know about you, but I'm not really wanting to spend. I don't know, man, to get ski goggles with my eyes on top. Maybe not.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't really need an augmented reality. I think I think life's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really need an augmented reality, um, but yeah. So it, they definitely haven't been getting as much excitement as they expected, um, but we'll see. It, the product launches early twenty twenty four, so early next year, and maybe it will pick up before then. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's the latest, the latest um, technology.
0: Mm-hmm. actually a couple years ago like one of those failed products you were talking about i was i was testing it out and i don't know if i'm allowed to oh say oh my gosh i don't know if i'm allowed to Whoa. say the name of it because i think it kind of went under and i'm not sure yeah i just won't say the name of okay it, but it, it's basically the same concept except the it's like the ski goggles but the band around the back it was like fully um metal and it wrapped it wraps around oh, your head loves, it's not uncomfortable it okay. has like padding on the inside and everything oh, okay, okay. but um there weren't many things you could do on it because it was just like a prototype test kind right. of thing um but uh, like a couple years ago when this came out i was like it's nine or ten so young so there was this one game i would play on it where you would scan like your surroundings like in my house it would scan my walls and like my furniture and then it was like uh, robots would start coming out of the walls and all you had to do was like take your finger, you would motion it in front of the 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 goggles and then to shoot like the little robots. And I thought it was so cool because the way it scanned it made it seem like all those like droids and robots and like evil creatures were like all there because they were pounding their way out of your walls and out of like, your couch oh. like that. So I think it's a similar concept and... It's, it's fun. I just hope people aren't, like, walking around with it all, right. all the time.
1: Right. No, I think that's that's actually so cool, mm-hmm. that story. And I do think that, like you're saying, like, for a harmless games, mm-hmm. I think, which I guess is what VR headsets mainly do yeah. right now. People have VR headsets, and they're mainly for, like, video games, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that for that, I think it's totally fine, and it, sh- it could be, like, really, really cool like you're saying but i definitely don't want people to i don't know just yeah be wearing them all in public and like trying to like change their world because i feel like yeah it would be like you're putting a picture of the beach over like a rainy seattle image Mm -hmm. like
0: i don't i don't know what exactly you would do but i just don't feel yeah it's definitely a little weird and it hadn't gotten to that point yet, but other than the game, there were a couple of features, like uh, like a typing thing or a notepad that would pop up. But these are things, like, you use every day, so if they start adding, like, more and more stuff that you don't need to pick up your phone for, oh. people are just going to keep on, like, all the time. Yeah, that's scary. That's, like, mm-hmm. dystopian, oh. novel waiting to come to life. Yeah, that is, that is scary. And, like, people, like you said, putting the beach over rainy thing just like yeah them. just trying to del- like be delusional <laughs> but it's like the definition of delusional. i know
1: <laughs> i think i'm definitely delusional sometimes but i don't want to get to that point at least, i think that's at a least it's like in much. your
0: actual brain you
1: know? yeah <laughs> i don't know but i i don't know how i feel about okay well, yeah, like I said, I think that for games, it can be really cool, and I'd really like to test it out and shoot some monsters that are climbing out of my walls. <laughs> but for everything else, I don't think
0: it should go that far. Yeah. But yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, but switching over to our next big news story, this is actually very unrelated to what we were just talking about. But this is the... What is it? The scandalous. The scandalous story. Yeah. It is scandalous because... Um, it relates to Trump. Anything relating to Trump is pretty scandalous. <laughs> and if you've been looking at the news, you'd know that um, he's currently facing 37 federal counts in the grand jury's indictment. And these are federal counts. So that's that's a pretty big deal. Yep. And he's gotten wrapped up in a lot of controversies before, but here are like some of the updates on those controversies. Um, other than Trump himself, his butler and his body man, Walt Nata was indicted on criminal charges on the federal level that also relate to Trump's earlier mishandling of classified document documents Um, and these um, these are the ones where if you remember from a year ago uh, the FBI had to like conduct an investigation um, because they found out that he had like 184 classified documents that he hadn't returned after his presidency and and if you remember he was like giving them a lot of trouble about it too and it turned into like a national issue it was all over the media but the investigation is happening and they they're calling trump the target of the investigation right now which trump isn't very happy with he's suited up with like a team of um lawyers ready for mm-hmm. ready for anything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a, a federal grand jury in Florida is meeting with special counsel Jack Smith, who's running the investigation. Um, and other than that, his he has a lawyer team, but they're also working uh, for another case um, relating to the sexual assault case against uh, E. Jean Carroll, which was also a big news story, like uh, maybe one or two months ago maybe maybe it was, even was less than that. than that yeah yeah it was recent it was pretty recent where um she reported that he sexually assaulted her in in a very bad way i'm sure you can look up the news story but it was it was definitely awful um and the jury's verdict was five million dollars that trump had to pay and he's countering that saying that it's too quote-unquote excessive um, the amount is currently still the original $5 million, and Eugene Carroll says that she hopes it stays that way, and she hopes that he never gets away with something like that again. Um, but it's yet to be seen if Trump's lawyers do something about it. Um, it's still an ongoing thing. And on top of that, the 37 federal wow.
1: counts. <laughs> He's in a bit of hot water right now. I don't think $5 million is that much for him.
0: It's not. Actually, that, that's a I good don't point. understand
1: so, why all of these really, really rich people are always trying to fight, like, I mean they're really big charges, five million to, like, yeah. you and me but
0: this was also it wasn't just for sexually assaulting her it was also for, like, public defacement um, afterwards oh, so. Oh, right.
1: No, I guess, yeah, maybe he's just trying to prove a point and try yeah. to be more
0: innocent than he is. Yeah. I mean, if if you're a big enough figure to publicly deface someone and have like the media cover it, <laughs> then I feel like you should be expecting a five million dollar like fine or yeah, like, you have we to pay. would we
1: would never be fined five million dollars. We yeah. would be fined like most hundreds of thousands.
0: I guess yeah, like if I if I said something bad about a <laughs> cult online, I mean I don't know how many people would care. I'd probably fine you five bucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was talking to some people about this, and I was like, "Do because obviously this is getting into the topic of well, he's running for election in 2024, yes." And I was like, "If you're indicted, can
0: you you can you really still run for president if you've been indicted? That is an issue right now because <laughs> they and, don't know.
1: <laughs> well, okay, but I learned that maybe this is known, but mm-hmm. I learned that the Only requirements for being president are, like, the minimum age, like, 35, Uh U.S. citizen, blah, 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 and that you haven't been impeached. But you could
0: literally be a murderer. You could have gone to jail for 20 years, and you could still run for president. Maybe that's up to, like, public judgment. Like, if they're not—they probably won't vote for a murderer— But then we also saw, like, people voted for Trump this last time, so... Right, and it's just because he just has such a loyal fan base that he could do
1: anything and still (laughs) have their support. Wasn't he impeached? He was impeached by... He wasn't fully impeached. He was impeached... I don't know if it was the Senate or something else. He was impeached by one branch of the government, but Uh it didn't get to... Like the full impeachment.
0: Okay, so technically he can still run.
1: He, he can still run. Okay. Yes. And <laughs> I think even if he's indicted, he, and like yeah, he's guilty on all of these. I think he'll still be able to run as well. So
0: wow. Okay.
1: Yep. I mean, he's got a lot of competition now, though. With he does, um, Mike Pence, DeSantis, DeSantis Nikki yeah. Haley. I think those are all.
0: But yeah, I think people are expecting a lot out of this next. Next election. And yes. Biden is running as well. So.
1: Yeah. Have you heard of any other de- Democrats that are
0: running? I uh, don't think I have. No, but I also probably haven't done enough research on it. Me neither.
1: We'll get back to you. I'm actually interested in that. If it's just Biden against all of these Republicans, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. But. Um. Anyways, those are, yeah, those are our... To, I think those are very interesting stories today. Um, and now we're going into speed news. I guess I should just start off. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this is very well known, especially if you're in the northeast, um, that around 75 million people in the northeast United States are experiencing dangerous air conditions because of smoke from wildfires that are raging across eastern Canada. And these are especially, I don't know, I've seen a lot of pictures of everything and I've seen the most from New York City where you literally can't see anything. It's Everything's just an orange haze yeah. and you can't see like two feet in front of you.
0: And that one, you know, that one time of year where like the sun perfectly aligns with the buildings of New York down that one street. Oh, yeah. Is that now? That was, a, I think it was a couple of days ago, but it was, I think it was during like all the orangeness. So oh, And all the man. photos, it's like. I mean it still looks nice. It just looks like a very, very hot see. day. But you can see. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> um I think that was before it got to a very bad point. Yeah. So. But,
1: yeah. Yeah, that is
0: Effects of climate change, not yes. too good, but you know, speaking of which, that reminds me of the Lorex, and I realized they were trying to warn <laughs> us about climate change the entire time in Lorex.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I never understood it. When when did that come out? I guess they're trying to tell kids. I don't think kids yeah. really understand. But most of the time the wildfires are in like California and on the west coast. So this is a change yes, just spreading. Because we still got the smoke. I can smell it mm-hmm. some
0: days. Next piece of speed news, a little bit with the war in Ukraine, but Ukraine is finally launching its plan to recapture land against Russia after a few months of uncertainty. And it also um, reports have shown that the plan was also in planning. Plan was in yeah. The plan was. In, <laughs> <laughs> the plan it was being planned. it Was being planned for a couple months, so hopefully this will have some good results. Um, yeah. The outcome and soon because it is a very long war at this point.
1: I know. I really hope it... I don't know. I don't know how it will be able to end soon, but I want it to. Um, Oh, we haven't actually done a NASA... We've done a few space-related topics before, but Mm -hmm. we haven't done one in a while. Um, But I have one today. NASA is launching the Psyche mission in October of this year, which is their first asteroid... First asteroid? Their first... um, space rocket technology Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is designed to study a metallic asteroid um so it'll be a 280 million mile long journey through space and it will not get there until august of 2029 Wow. So we have a long ways to go.
0: This is a non-astronaut related thing, right? No it's humans. There's
1: no astronauts in there. Okay, <laughs> There's no crew. Um, I, I don't think I would ever want to be on it for like, what is that? Six, six, years? six years? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's going to the asteroid called Psyche and it will orbit for 26 months and gather all of its data. Wow. Yeah. But that's in a very long time. Twenty
0: twenty nine. It's gonna reach it in six years? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I don't know, cause like how far away
1: is Mars? When they talk about going to Mars, they're like, that's a I think it's like a five year journey or something.
0: Really? Okay, well I I don't know. Let me search it. here, you do your piece of news and I'll search it up. <laughs> okay. on <laughs> the next piece of speed news. Um Relating to politics, but after being told that he's going to get sanctioned for misleading parliament, Boris Johnson, the former UK Prime Minister, says he's going to quit. And uh, people have mixed opinions because he is a mixed controversy kind of person because he had had a lot of controversies in the past. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what happens.
1: Okay, I just searched it up. I was very off. It will only take about seven months, but still, okay, seven I was months is insane. I like that's uh, a seven month plane ride could never <laughs> do it, but it's not five years. Yeah. So don't. <laughs> that's good. um But yeah, that is our speed news for today. Very quick. And we are going to end our news on some good news. Yay! So, actually, yeah, Mukta, start us off.
0: Okay. You? So, I don't know if you could tell if you listened to previous episodes, but I, like, I really like talking about turtles and funny things they do. Yep. And after Chunkasaurus, I think this might be the next greatest turtle. But this specific turtle was found in a parking lot in uh, of a bank in Kentucky. And the police found it, so that it was loaded into a squad car and was eventually released. But apparently the turtle was refusing to leave the parking lot. So they loaded it into a squad car, and in the back of the the car, which is a police cruiser um there's a photo that goes with this, but I can't show it obviously, but it's a the turtle isn't super big, it's not like chunkosaurus big mm-hmm. um like medium ish maybe um but its head was out the window, and its body isn't big enough to touch the ground, so it was just like its head out the window and the rest of its body hanging like inside the car. It's just really weird position, but it looks like it's having a lot of fun so.
1: I would be having fun. That's like, I guess all animals are the same. That's what dogs do, no, right? Dog. They're
0: sticking their heads out. I don't know about cats, but that's definitely a dog Oh, thing. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He, maybe he's just, yeah. His A dog is a spirit animal. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but before being released back near the water, the police had to give it a warning to not do something like that again. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: of course. <laughs> don't want it going back into a bank parking lot. Yeah, I mean. oh, that actually is very suspicious <laughs> behavior. I can see why the police had to get involved.
0: And it has a shell, so like who knows what it's hiding. Oh in there? yeah, <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
1: um, well, actually, that's a yeah, that's a good story. I have one that is about not about climate change. I oh. feel like all of my stories are about climate change, which is a good thing. Or lighthouses. (laughs) Um, But this one is not, but it's still a really good story. 23-year-old Maggie Grout is using 3D printers to create cheap school buildings to raise education in Madagascar. So, whoa, like she's 3D printing
0: whole schools?
1: Yeah, have you ever seen those videos on TikTok of these machines that will just like go around and around and around 3D printing like cement or something, whatever oh, it is? That sounds really it's cool. It's really cool. You should search up a video if, she, if you haven't seen oh, it already. Oh, okay. But it's really interesting. Um, it only takes $40,000, which is a lot, but when you're talking about a building, like mm-hmm. that's not that much. And only 18 hours to build what she calls a thinking hut. So, this is just, yeah, this machine is just going nonstop for eighteen hours, and then you have this whole building that you can have a school in, wow, so she's aiming to lower the cost even more before she hands the business and everything over to local Madagascar professionals um and Madagascar is one of the most challenging places in Africa to develop. they have extreme poverty um very lack of infrastructure bad roads and a very fragile ecosystem so this should really help with their education and she already built an entire school in a city that has like 200,000 people oh wow or 200,000 people yeah in it so this should be helping a lot of people
0: this is really great this is like this is wholesome
1: I know yeah I, I like it
0: <laughs> and at 23 to have that kind of oh i didn't process that part that's just yeah, really at 23. cool 23 like fresh out of fresh out of college right that's some really good like entrepreneurial skills i know <laughs> and it's actually
1: going towards something good yeah so yep yeah, those are our pieces of good news for today um i thought about doing this for a while this year and i never got around to it but I, for one, am a Formula One fan. Um, if you don't know Formula One, it's car racing, and they go all around the world to all of these different Grand Prix's. Um, Yeah, and it's just like a world tour every year, and I think it's really interesting, and... So I decided to make a little Formula One report for you all. And I guess this can be the launch of what may be more frequent next year. Um, So, yeah, this is our last segment and I hope you enjoy what we have. All right. Yeah. So I thought I'd come on here and do a quick Formula One update for you guys. That's separate from the rest of the news. Um, There's actually no Grand Prix this weekend, but there was one last weekend at the Circuit de Barcelona-Catalunya in Spain, where Max Verstappen came in first, and there's no surprises there. He's been dominating this season, just like last season, and he had an incredible grand slam last weekend with a P1 starting position, fastest lap, leading every lap, and first Place finish. That put him at 170 in season points, which is 53 more than the current runner up and his Red Bull teammate Sergio Perez. The one thing that Verstappen didn't get was Driver of the Day, and that was awarded by fans to Lewis Hamilton, who finished second in the race. His teammate George Russell had a miraculous race as well, going from P12 to P3 and his first podium of the season. So the next Grand Prix will be on Sunday, June 18th in Montreal, Canada at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, we talked earlier in the episode about the smoke in the northeast of the U.S. because of wildfires from Canada, and the air quality is terrible, and numerous sporting events have been cancelled in the past few days due to air quality, but recent reports are saying that officials believe that the Canadian Grand Prix can go on as scheduled. This is a week, so the air quality does have some time to cool down, and the air quality in Montreal is already so much better than other places, and weather forecasters are predicting cool temperatures and rain there this weekend, so that should all help. So yeah, we should be seeing the Canadian Grand Prix go on as scheduled next Sunday, June 18th. Last year, Max Verstappen won the Canadian Grand Prix with Carlos Sainz and Lewis Hamilton behind him. So we will see what happens next weekend. That's the end of our Formula One update. Maybe you will hear some more of these next year. I guess that's the only one for this school year. But yeah, that's the end. And that's the end of our episode today. Thank you so much for tuning in to Rush Hour today. We really hope you enjoyed. And we do have two more shows left this school year that you won't want to miss. Until then, you can keep listening to KMIH. 88.9 KMIH
0: Mercer Island. The
1: Bridge.